Hey there, and welcome to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one merciful page of Talmud every day. And my guest today is one of my favorite rabbis, Rabbi Jody Gordon of Chevre, Southern Berkshire. Hello. Hi, Leo. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, from bucolic, beautiful nature that you're in to join us today. I'm so happy to do it. So I asked you to be on this particular episode because I came across a particular sentence in today's stuff, Shabbat 108, that I really need a little help explaining. I think you're the person to do this. Let me, let me read it out very quickly. Karna also asked, from where is derived that circumcision is performed in that place? You know the place. Rav answered him, it is stated here with regard to circumcision. And on the eighth day, he shall circumcise the flesh of his foreskin, orlato. And it is stated there with regard to recently planted trees. And when you come to the land and plant all types of fruit trees, and you shall count the fruit thereof as forbidden, also the word orlato, three years shall it be as forbidden unto you, it shall not be eaten. Just as there, the Torah is referring to a tree, which is an item that bears fruit here too. In the case of circumcision, Ola is referring to an item that bears fruit. But it's not so simple. He asks him, say that the circumcision should be performed on one's heart, as it is written, and you shall circumcise the foreskin of Olat, your heart. Say that circumcision should be performed on one's ear, as it is written, behold, their ear is dull, areila, from the same Hebrew word, and they cannot listen. What a fascinating concept that is, Rabbi Gordon. In other words, we're, we're told here that, yes, the same word for foreskin, the skin that we're required to remove in order to join the covenant with God, Ola. Yes, it does refer to male genitalia, but we also see the same exact word referring to our hearts and to our ears. Is there a secret message there? You know, first we're talking about this idea of circumcision. And then, you know, and I love that. And it feels like the rabbis are playing with this a little bit. Because what is circumcision, if not ultimately like an act of transformation, right? The whole point of a ritual is that it represents some kind of status change, right? right? You are something before you do this thing that is prescribed by God and by tradition. And after doing this thing, something has changed about you as a person. And so the rabbis are, are playing with this. Okay, so let's say we're not talking about, you know, an eight-day-old baby boy. Let's say we're talking about just another person. And what would it mean to say, I'm going to circumcise my heart or I'm going to circumcise my ears? And so what would it mean to actually sort of ritually transform the way your heart works or the way your ears work? I, I'm going back to why and how circumcision exists in our tradition. There's the whole thing of, you know, Avram is only called perfect by writ of circumcision, right? Avram becomes perfect because he does this thing that signifies being in covenant with God. And so there's something about this physical change, this marking, this ritual transformation that then makes this person closer to God. And then that's the foundation. So we actually, I think, only build an understanding from there. So what would happen if you were to circumcise your heart, right? You would be changing it in some way. And I think when you asked me this question, I started playing with it in my mind. I think there's all sorts of ways in which we actually see it play out in the tradition. So when Moses tells God, like, I'm Arel Svataim, I'm already circumcised of lips. Like something right. about my lips are a little, like I'm mixed up in the mouth. As I, was, I always read it, especially with young people. But like, what does it mean to then be open? If circumcision could be an opening, what would it mean to be able to speak more freely or to speak with greater wisdom? 
share the example of the heart and the ears is so interesting. And, and it made me think of two other pieces. And one is, I'm sure you're familiar, right? The Kotzka Rebbe, there's nothing so whole as a broken heart. Right. So we might think of circumcision as something that maybe is transformational, maybe in a difficult or in, or in a damaging way, right? There are plenty of people who would love to have a debate about circumcision, but we're, we're changing it, right? We're opening it. We're breaking it open in some way. And the Kotzka Rebbe in that sort of example is saying, but that actually is what makes you whole, right? When you're opening, when there's space, that's what makes you perfect. That's what makes you whole. Whole and, and if I may add, holy as well. Mm, nicely done. Nicely done, Rabbi Leal. <laughs> you know, we're living in this moment right now where I think um, the ears, I think, are particularly striking in this moment that we're living through right now, where we're being asked more than ever to listen, right? To listen to stories that aren't our own, to be open to experiences that aren't our own. Um, to not apply our own experience to them and to and to really be open to other people's pain, which I think is something that, you know, most people don't want to do. They may feel like they have to do, they should do, right? But it's it's, hard, it's a hard thing to say, like, and today I would like to open myself up to greater pain in the world. And that's what we're all doing right now. And so I think, you know, in some ways, I think the rabbis are saying, this isn't actually a Dianu moment. It wouldn't be enough to just say, you know, when you're when you're a newborn infant, this thing will happen to you. And by virtue of that thing that happens when you're eight days old, like you're in covenant with God forever and you're good to go, right? You're whole and perfect. And I think the rabbis maybe are pushing a little further to say, you know, this is an act of renewal that you have to do throughout your life. And that to be maybe, a, you know, a Jewish adult, to be like a real mensch in the world, you have to constantly be looking for ways to open and reopen again. And I think the heart and the ears there are, are purposeful. I mean, everything the rabbis did was purposeful, right? Amen to that. Rabbi Gordon, thank you so much for shedding light on this very inspiring and surprising and illuminating paragraph. Thanks for inviting me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Soon.